Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we're sharing our first impressions of Hogwarts Legacy and recapping a few highlights from the recent Nintendo Direct. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, he is still desperately keeping a Tamagotchi alive. Your favorite Crip Boy, Nick Beard. I don't even have I am, yes. Yeah, I am. Yep. Did you have a Tamagotchi? No, yes, I've had one. Yeah. It's, it's been 20 years. It has been it's 20 been a years. Long time. Do you think you could keep one alive today? I think so. After and I are keeping tomatoes alive, which is pretty. Uh, I think you could have said a three year old. I think we'd be fine. You could have said you're keeping a three year old alive. Yeah, I can. That's that's true. Yeah, it's barely. Yeah, there's sure. I just he was in the dryer the other day. I don't know how he got there. Was he really? I swear, that's a thing. Um, yeah. Twice now. Yeah, man, you got to check those dryers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got You got to put your flamethrower away. You got to check the dryer. Yes, yeah. uh, got to hide that flamethrower. Three year olds. I have an intro, a write an intro for myself today. Someone wrote wrote an intro in. Ooh, do I know who it is? You know who it is. I'll I'll say who it is at, at the end. When asked to point on the doll where the bad person touched him, Jacob carved a Grand Canyon-sized hole over the heart. It's JB. Take a guess who that is. I don't think you're going to get it. Tyler Kerbet? No. It was good. It could have been him. It's, this is, he was on theme for Cyberpunk episode two. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty. that's a pretty dark. If you really dig dark. into that. Yeah. Jake Sims? No. Ethan Maestri. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ethan. He, he nice. Wrote, he emailed and he wrote after. He said, "Holy crap, dude! How can you be so meh when it comes to the GC?" I appreciate Grand that. Canyon. He's right. He's got a really good point. No, he's he's <laughs> the prime example of someone who is in a state where there's nothing even close to that. You know, like I talked about being spoiled, but then he's the example of like he gets to look at the stars and that's it. Like there's, but you could look at the stars anywhere. You know. Yeah, but I think that points to how incredible it is oh. to all other 49 states and the rest of the entire world yeah. <laughs> that comes to see it. <laughs> I'm spoiled. I get it. Okay. I get it. It's so boring. Ethan, have you been more than once? Because the second time is worse every time. Yeah. I've, and I've been there quite a bit. Uh, I don't think I said this on the last show, but uh, I worked for a company that does tours of the Grand Canyon. So I, I know it intimately in all the surrounding areas. So... Uh, it's it's a great place. What have you done I, to the Grand I, Canyon? Why into, <laughs> why that word? I just because we we fly all around it and inside it, and you can't uh, go inside it. That's illegal. Yeah, you can. Yeah, we take helicopters down to the bottom, and people take rides on the Colorado. Do you guys do that? Yeah, you do the helicopter certain stuff areas. Too? Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So I know Ethan. It's great, and Jacob is. Uh, I also understand where you're coming from. Take me on a tour. I'm not going to write home about it. Take me on a tour. I will. I'll do it. Because honestly. Going to the edge of it and standing with it feels so less impressive when there's a hundred people sardined next to you, yeah. standing over the edge. Yeah, I think the West Rim too. That's that, maybe that's where you're thinking of, where uh-huh. there's like the famous uh, uh, walk out where you can like walk and look down the glass. Yeah, that area is not honestly. I th- I don't think that area is as pretty as the South Rim. The South Rim is like all wooded and trees and foresty and there's literally deers and squirrels walking around and that's that's really the place to be. I don't think I've been there. I I, I recommend people go on that tour that doesn't have the helicopter. Okay. Uh, it's I, just like... I do want to awesome. hike it too. Yeah. I think hiking it helps you see the, the grandeur of it. Yeah. And I would also recommend doing that at a different place than the West Rim. 
it's beautiful in different areas. It really is. But hiking, it's pretty intimate too. Yeah, that's it's right. That's what, uh, you're gonna click that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I had it primed uh, and ready to go. I missed it. I missed it. I did. Um, Anyways, we're here to talk about our first impressions of Hogwarts Legacy. Then we'll get the Nintendo Direct. Nick hasn't seen it, but I want to share some cool things with him. So, Hogwarts Legacy, released on February 10th, 2023, on PS5, PC, and Series S and X. You might be saying, Jacob, this episode is coming out February 10th. How are you playing it? How do you you have first impressions already? Did you stay up all night playing it? No. If you pay an extra... (laughs) 10 20 dollars 20 dollars it's 20 extra 20 dollars you get the game if you know jk rolling yourself yeah. you will have access Personal, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we got it three days early um because we paid money for it maybe frowned upon i don't regret it at all no I'm, I'm extremely happy it's been a great time i'm only upset that i was that I am really busy this week and haven't been able to put as much time into it as I wanted. Same. Which just was a random thing. So I thought it was going to be slower this week to play it. Yeah. yeah. Same here. And that's not the case, but regardless, I'm playing it early. Yeah. We're playing it early and I've got tons of feelings about it. So it's also worth noting that there's a PS4 and an Xbox one version that is not out yet. That's coming out April 4th. Interesting. And then even later, there's a Nintendo Switch version coming out on July 25th. After playing this game, I have no idea how they're going to get it to run on Nintendo yeah, Switch. Switch. That's going to be the, one of the most like robust games on Switch. If they're running yeah. it natively, they could do the streaming thing, which others do, but they haven't said that. They said they're going to run it and it's going to be a full version. Yeah, that's that's really tough. I, I always recommend not buying games like this on the Switch. Yeah. That being said, if the Switch is the only thing you have, you I'm going to recommend people to buy this <laughs> game on the it. Switch. I'm sorry. You got to play it. Okay, so it is developed by Avalanche Software, published by Warner Brothers, their sub-publisher, Port Key Games, which specifically name. leans into Harry Potter games that yeah. they publish. That's the release info. Spoiler warning. I don't think we're going to spoil much, right? No, I don't think so. Unless you had anything crazy up your sleeve. I don't think there's anything story even that's much spoily. Um, we're we're going to talk about maybe the first, let's get to Hogsmeade maybe. So that maybe yeah. the first like six hours of the game. Yeah, I would say less than that. Less than that? Less yeah, than that? It's okay. probably three, three or four Honestly, hours. nothing that's going to be ruining your experience. Um, story still very mysterious, I would say. Yeah, 100%. And the, the summary there is that once you show up, you essentially go to Hogsmeade sooner rather than later. So... I took my time. Yeah, I did too. Let's get into it. So, Nick, we've been briefly giving hints about how much we've been liking this game, but please, what are your first impressions of Hogwarts Legacy? I am blown away. So my expectations weren't very high. I didn't want to be disappointed, but there were a lot of ways that this game could go wrong, and I think everyone was kind of holding their breath. I did tell you a few weeks ago that the more footage that was released leading up to the release, I got more excited. But so far, I have just had that giddy Harry Potter feeling. Uh, You know, I'm really shocked how well the game's done. Mm -hmm. And even like really tiny things. I think the one thing I did say to you and Ryan in the the chat was that uh, everything is so like interacting with everything is really nice and enjoyable from the sounds to like, you know, the 
the UI on the screen. And I mean, I'm just blown away is the summary so far. I'm just completely shocked. I'm looking for areas to nitpick and I'm not finding them. It's like far more visually impressive than I expected yeah. too. It's like massive. Yeah. Cause even when you go to Hogsmeade, you can start seeing the scale of everything. How long it took to walk to Hogsmeade. Yeah. And then if I look, did you look at the rest of the map? I did. I yeah. haven't been there yet, but it's massive. Yeah. And it's, it's not like and this, someone made a comment about this was, uh, I, I don't know yet. Right. Cause we're, I'm, I'm, I'm new. I'm a few hours in, so I can't really speak to the scale, but just walking from the castle to Hogsmeade was a, like a big area, not like Elden Ring big or, you know, Skyrim, but it, I don't know that it, I would want it to be that big. It so far, like the scale feels really nice and that like, there's a ton of area, but it's not overwhelming. Like you can even see Hogsmeade out in the distance from the castle. I don't know if you notice that when yeah. you leave. And I was, I was like, wow, am I really going to walk that far? And I did, and it was enjoyable the whole time, and it felt good. I think where, where it's at is that it's detailed. I think yeah. it's maybe not as big as an Elden Ring or Skyrim, but it's more detailed than those games, where walking around Hogwarts is insane. Yeah. Like, I will just go on a, a massive tangent yeah. from a mission just to find this music room yeah. or find this basement. Like, find some toads. Find some toads. Like, find it's. I've been just wandering Hogwarts, getting lost, and loving every second of it. And like, the attention to detail is insane. There's yeah. puzzles all throughout Hogwarts. There's little Easter eggs. All the paintings move, which it's such a detail that yeah. I, I, I mean, it's synonymous with the franchise. Sure. But they did it, yeah. and there's some that play music yeah. and the sounds of the halls and the students. It feels like a a living, you know castle yeah no it's 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 great and one of the main uh one of the main mechanics there in the castle is that things are hidden like if you want information on something they're hidden um and so maybe this is a little bit of a spoiler but you have to go up and use what's the spell lumos luma no that's for the light well there's things the, that are hidden with that one that uh you reveal stuff uh reveal uh man I, he says it all the time yeah i, um, I just totally went out the way Anyways, there's a spell that's a lot. Reveals probably. things, yeah. And so you'll have to like go in certain areas and use that. And then all of a sudden you reveal it. It's beautiful. There's like a, a nice little ching that just makes like dopamine in my brain go off every time I hear it. And then it gives you the lore behind whatever that is. So Revelio. Revelio. So <laughs> reveal. That's probably a lot. Yeah. 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 Make something seen. So anyways, it's, it's fantastic. So I've been just... Same thing, going around the castle and just unlocking things and reading the lore, and it's been it's been so fun. There's a yeah, there's like a lore system. It's um, what's that called? Like your adventure journal or something like that. Yeah, uh, you're basically which is also fantastic, by the way, because it touches on the lore and it touches on things that. And so this is set a hundred years before Harry Potter, right? Something yep. like that. And though it's not the same characters, it's still the same building and a lot of the same background information that Harry Potter that you see in the movies. Yeah. So, or people leading up to Harry Potter to give you that kind of familiar feeling. Yeah, yeah. Which I haven't actually seen anyone like that yet, but I know I've seen in trailers that there are people like that. Yeah. I think the Weasley in the beginning. Well, so I recognize the last name. Do you know the connection? 
I don't, but okay. I'm assuming it has like to be grandma or, grandma or great grandma yeah. or like someone in the family line. Which is just cool. I mean, yeah. you recognize these last exactly. names. I also saw the last name Black. Yeah. And then, uh, so I don't, I guess I don't know if your story is any different from mine from being in a different house, but have you met, I don't think so. Have you met Sebastian? Yeah. Yeah. He's like a direct a descendant from uh, the founder of the Slytherin house. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. Like he's, direct, uh, like three family lines down. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a core character okay. to the, yeah. the story, which let's talk about the houses real quick. So, um, you are Slytherin. Explain to me how, cause you sent us a text that sorted you into Ravenclaw. Yeah. And we were like, that's wrong. That's incorrect. <laughs> There's no way you're Ravenclaw. Yeah. And then like days later, like. I got it wrong. I'm yeah. Slytherin. How did that happen? So I ended up retaking it, but we were talking about that. What's that called? The sorting hat was sorting hat. the website or something. Oh, um, well, Potter, Pottermore. Yeah. So you go there and you, you can, you know, sort into your own house. And I did this probably like, I don't know, five years ago. It's been a long time, but it's always been like a 50, 50 for me between should I be Ravenclaw or should I be Slytherin? And there's times where it's pretty apparent. I should probably be in the Slytherin house. Which is also funny when you kind of look at our friend group because uh, every person is in a different house except for Adam, similar to me, in that there's a 50-50 of like where he could be somewhere else. We're, we're still like wondering. Anyways, I retook that because I was like, I haven't taken this in five years. And it put me right in Slytherin. And I was yeah. like, okay, so this isn't too shocking. Then when you start Hogwarts Legacy, you can connect your Pottermore account. And uh, I don't know if, what it was like for you, but when I got to the Sorting Hat, it just asked me if I wanted to pull in my my information from outside. So I'm Slytherin, uh, was originally Ravenclaw. If I wasn't going to be Slytherin, I would be in the Ravenclaw. Just so you're from my, my personality type, but your most recent test was Slytherin. Slytherin. Okay. Yep. So you're a Slytherin as of right now. Yep. I am. I'm Ravenclaw. I love the feeling of being in your house. Like it feels though we've taken these tests over the years and we, we've, yeah. we've speculated what we are actually, being in those houses and wearing the robes and picking your wand and these little details make you feel like you're in the Harry Potter world. Yeah. I, so I was thinking about this and I was trying to formulate some words around it. I was wondering why this game felt so special. When you're watching Harry Potter growing up, you're always like, oh, I would I would love to go to a school like that. Or at least I was, right? My parents were like, ha, that's, that's called boarding school. We'll send you there. And they never did. But it's you watch it and you're just watching a film, right? But there's something about legacy that you're a character that's actually playing through it. And so it feels like now you have, you know, these actual like-minded friends as opposed to these famous actors that you just watch. They're new, you're getting to know them, you're getting to pick your wand, you go to Hogsmeade, you're getting to pick your books. You're not watching Harry Potter pick his books. And so there's, I, I don't know, it feels like there's this, uh, like I'm actually in it. Like this is the closest thing that I'm going to experience to having, you know, the experience that that everyone in that, that uh, series has had. So yeah, it just it feels really good. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't know, is your your house probably looks different than Slytherin, I'm assuming? It does, okay. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, isn't your common room like underwater? It is, yeah, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so to get in there, you... Obviously, you need to, you know, say something specific. Uh, and something this, in parcel tongue. Yeah, this massive serpent like comes sliding in a really cool way, and the door appears between it. It's That's like sick. super sick. Yeah. So go up to the glass in in your common room and 
do Lumos, the fish outside the windows will interesting come to Lumos. Like the, that's the detail that they put into it. Yeah. Uh, Ravenclaw, I think, is higher up, actually. So when you meet Sebastian for the first time in the common room, he's uh, making fun of two first-year students who, uh, it, it's kind of, they said that they saw a mermaid, but it's kind of, then he makes it sound like, well, we we play this prank on first-years all the time. Like, tell them to look for mermaids, that, mm -hmm. but we've never actually seen one. So, I mean, that's, like, sick. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really, it's a good feeling. The, to your point of, we've watched it, we've read it, but now you're, it feels like you are living it. Yeah. When you are exploring familiar places in a new way, right? Yeah. I feel like there's been parallels to the Harry Potter story where it's like, okay, you do get to see Green Gods differently. Yes. I mean, the game opens up pretty much in Green Gods, and that's like, that was really super cool. cool, by the way. Yes. Yeah. It's because it's like, it felt like our introduction to Harry Potter, but it was a twist enough where it didn't seem like a, a full, you are Harry Potter. It doesn't yeah. feel like that. You meet your friends as you would at Hogwarts, yeah. but it doesn't feel like it's, you know, Hermione and, um, uh -huh. Rupert, Rupert, no, Ronald Weasley, Ronald, who's Rupert Weasley. That's the brother. That's one of the brothers. I think. Yeah. It isn't, it feels like you have your own friends. There's even a mission later where like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's, it has to do with the library. This feels very Harry Potter esque. Yeah. Like you're sneaking out at night. These things make it feel true to the universe. Yeah. And our deviations enough that it feels fresh. Yeah. But it's you. Like that's the difference here is that like I made my character as close as I could to be me. Yeah. And I think they did. I think it's done really well because the series after Harry Potter, the magical creature series. You know, it, it was it was all right, but it didn't connect with me because it felt like they took Harry Potter and said, how do we like make it close but different where this feels like Harry Potter, but. It predates Harry Potter. So yeah. you're getting a lot of like the same things and the magic that you had when you first experienced it. But there's this background lore of different people and different times. And the Green Gods is a good example of like, you know, in the movie, they just drop little lines here and there about, you know, like how powerful the goblins are and how secretive they are. And they kind of have this very special magic to run this bank. And so they just like in the movies, you, you know that Green Gods is kind of like this cool, unique place. And then you start out exploring it immediately in the the game here, and it's it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like they, it's the same, but it's not the same. So it captures the essence of of Harry Potter, but with its own take. Whereas you know, the example of the magical creatures, it just didn't. I don't know. For me, it didn't land I because think, yeah, I, it's it was missing. It was missing Hogwarts. Yeah. Really, that's yeah. it took magic and put it into America, and I'm like, this isn't. This doesn't feel magical. Yeah. And I like the main, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I like the main character, but yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's funny to think what does a Harry Potter movie look like without Hogwarts? Yeah. It's not, maybe it's not really. Harry it doesn't Potter. feel the same. Yeah. Also what feels consistent with Harry Potter is the music, the music throughout this game. Yes. You know, John Williams did the original score and I could be convinced that John Williams came back for this. I don't think he did, but it sounds very good. It sounds right. And I think that's part of making it feel true to the movies is that, okay, when you're walking down the halls, how does it sound when you're, yeah. you know, experiencing some, you know, magical, ex you know, event, how does it sound? And yeah. these things are consistent to the film, but also feels fresh. It's not using the same soundtrack. Yeah. It's, it's unique. 
and it sounds great. It's new, uh, and and I probably haven't put as much thought into that portion of you, but it's new. But it feel it feels familiar. You know what I mean? Like it, oh, yeah. it, it it's just really well done. So. Yeah. Again, another one of those things we've talked about this many times before. A lot of games are done really well. Uh, also, do really well in little things like the sounds and the music and some of the things that maybe you're not thinking, but you you do those well together with mechanics and the narrative and the story, and you kind of get this special feeling. And I'm getting that with Harry Potter. One concern I had going into this was the combat. How do you make because honestly, I don't think there are any good examples of magic-focused combat, right? We have Elden Ring that has magic, but there's also a lot more to it than just magic. This is just wand-based magic. What do you think so far? So far, I'm I'm impressed. I haven't done a ton, but it's better than I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think just generally speaking, magic battles are pretty boring, mm-hmm. um, or at least that's kind of what I thought in the movies. Uh, so I don't know. I here was an area where I was like, eh, I don't really know how I feel about this. But so far, so far it's been pretty good. Actually, I've been I've been shocked. Um, I think if there's anything to gripe about, especially from what I've heard and read so far, it probably falls in this area related to combat or related to you know the the number of enemies that are actually in Harry Potter. But um, it's pretty cool. I don't know. So, so far I like it. I like it. Yeah. I was worried going in because I heard that at least from early videos that leaked, it didn't look impressive when you're playing it. It feels good. So there's somewhat, there's a dodge roll mechanic, which debatably does that fit? I don't know. It's a game. It feels like it fits, but there's also a kind of magic chess system or like check, you know, I'll simplify it. Checker system where They'll put up specific colored orbs for like protection spells. Yeah. And specific types of spells will knock down that. Neutralize that. that. Yeah, will neutralize that spell. And then you can actually start attacking the enemy, which it kind of creates depth that I didn't expect where it's not just casting Leviosa or whatever. It's, okay, this enemy has this. This enemy's weak to fire. These types of details are present. And then also you are selecting what spells you want to use, right? I don't know if you've seen the list of spells. I've only unlocked six or seven, but the list is huge. Yeah. So it looks like the play style is going to be unique to how you want it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm impressed so far. If, if this is consistently what's through the game, I'm completely satisfied with the balance of, okay, you have exploration, you have an adventure and a story. This combat will completely pull me through though. Cause it, I'm looking forward to combat sequences. They're few and far between right now. But I'm enjoying them, yeah. right? Like, there's a side mission. I'm doing every side mission I find, by the way. Dude, and they're going to be so good. They're great. There's one where you're basically just having a underground dueling competition, yeah. right? Have you done any of that? No, I've got the quest line, but I haven't progressed. So you progress through rounds of it. And nice. um, I just finished it, actually, because oh, I was nice. just going to that quest back and back uh, to it. And I loved it. Like, I just, I, I like the combat enough to go and just yeah. do a combat-focused quest and it again it feels right for hogwarts of course these students if they want to duel have to do it secretly um of course this the teachers kind of know about it but yeah it just feels true which is cool to the books and to the universe but i have to say the combat 
is good. Like it is, it it is good to great. Honestly, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. And if you're, you know, if you're gonna compare the combat to like Elden Ring or something, you, you'll probably be pretty upset. But yeah. um, for this game and for what they could have done, and the fact that we don't have like another magic game like this, uh, I think it's done really well. Yeah. The the one most recent gripe I have heard is that the they thought the magic was better than normal. This is probably IGN. It was the amount of enemies that they thought was maybe lacking. But, Vari- variation of enemies. But it's like, okay, like I, I can deal with that. So that was one gripe I had heard. Uh, but so far, my experience and what I've read, it seems like everyone's a little bit uh, caught off guard with how good the, the fighting is. So I'm caught off guard over, yeah, overall. Overall. Honestly, top to bottom. Like this is... Supposedly there's a hundred side quests, over a hundred side quests from what, from what I heard. Yeah, it's a 20-hour game for the main story and then apparently it's like an 80 hour game if you want to do side quests and completionists so i'll fall somewhere in between you know yeah. 50 probably 50 60 hours that is, is uh, that's a that's a big game that, like this is that's gonna be more time so maybe i shouldn't say this people will laugh at me I spent 35 hours on Cyberpunk. There is a possibility, and I could have spent a lot more, but I I didn't. Uh, there's a possibility I'm going to spend more time on the Hogwarts Legacy than Cyberpunk, which is just weird to say. But It's weird to say because it's an IP game, right? This is... Yeah. I don't... And this is interesting. It's Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers, I think, has maybe the best track record for good IP games. Uh, and I'm thinking of the Arkham series. Yeah, yeah. I'd have I'd have to think about that a little bit more. I'm just really Spider Man's up there, obviously. leery of IP games. Yeah, you just be. like I, it immediately made my gut like kind of twinge when you said that because I was like, wait a minute, hold on. It's it doesn't feel like it though, right? Yeah. That's that's what's surprising here is that you could probably and I actually wanted to ask this question, but I think you could strip the Harry Potter branding and have a magical academy game, and people would like this game still. Yeah, right. It's nostalgia's. Nostalgia is a huge element here. Sure. And if you are a Harry Potter fan and you have access to one of these consoles, I think this is a must play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, again, I can't speak. I can't speak more highly about my experience so far. I'm just blown away. Blown away. Like if, if, uh, if you're not a Harry Potter fan, uh, play this, I don't, you know, so you're a Harry Potter fan, you're going to love it. I think if you like any type of gameplay like this, it's open world, but I, I don't, and it almost doesn't feel right to call it that, but uh, it's just, it's so good. I don't know. Metroidvania in some ways. So, yeah, and, yeah. and it's open world, but, and I say Metroidvania in the sense of there are things that are blocked by spells you don't have access to yet. So there are doors, level two, level three, you know, doors that you can't unlock until you have the right spell. There's certain areas you can't open until you have the right spell. Yeah. I love that. Like it's, I'll go exploring and I'll find something really cool. And then there'll be like a door right there or some, some statue. And I can't interact with it because I don't have the right spell yet. Yeah. But I know that I'm going to get something like that to interact with it later. And I've already done that. Like I got a fire spell recently. I've, I've unlocked things via that fire spell. Okay. Nice. So I don't have that yet. It's probably gonna be the next thing you get. It's very early on, but I think they were smart to make sure to give you things as you progress that then open up more yeah. of the the castle in the world. Yeah, and so maybe a side quest or a thing here, and then I want to go back to your 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 field manual or your field guide, whatever mm-hmm. they call it. But uh, like when you're in Hogsmeade, there's floating documents just flying around, and you've got to like get those. There's like you know eight of them, and then fifteen, and it's like in every area it gives you like different things to do. 
which in a lot of games, Assassin's Creed comes to mind. Uh, I'm just so like numb and like blitzed out on doing anything in Assassin's Creed. It's almost killed my vibe to just like go and check things off the map. But I like really want to grab things here yeah, or, or unlock things and read the lore, which is one thing the IGN review said that they thought was boring. And I was kind of like, I love it. What? Every time I see a puzzle or a floating paper, Accio. Yeah, I don't think you even have to be a you know a a lore person, kind of like we are, uh, and Ryan's a big lore person too to enjoy that. Um, And so I, it's just fascinating to me. I I think it's great. Um, And then back to the field manual that we talked about in the beginning. This is another one of those like you know it can seem like little things that a game can do really well or really bad. It's absolutely stunning visually Mm -hmm. when you open it up. It looks beautiful, but not only that, the leveling system, your, you know, your gear, your inventory, the lore that you can go and read, or even the the tasks, there's a lot, but it's not overwhelming. Yeah. They do it like visually, they do it so well from kind of like the, the UI and the UX perspective. But, um, I, I always think of Marvel, uh, Avengers, Avengers, Man, I remember the first time trying to level up in that game for the five minutes I did play. Uh, and the the tree was so overwhelming, like yeah. the leveling tree, that yeah. like they give you an auto level. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not going to spend 100 hours trying to figure out how to level up the Hulk. It's absolutely stupid. So uh, there's a lot here, but the way it's laid out, uh, it just looks so beautiful. It's like every time I open that field book, it's like, whoa. And then also, if I were a student, and I wanted to put all of my magical experiences and education in one cool notebook. Like, this would be it. It's sick. You it's know what sick. I mean? So, it like, it feels... adds. It also adds to that feeling of being an actual student at it, Hogwarts. It does. And like, I like reading the entries. And yeah. have you noticed too? I think we're not this far, but there's a traits tab that is grayed out. We can't get to. It. I think that's the leveling system. I don't think I'm even at that. Point I don't even. Think, I can, yeah, I can level up my character, but I'm level fourteen. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, and I'm thinking about like you can put on different items of clothing that like it. help your defense or offense and um it's f- from what i understand it's probably not going to be you know like monumental to like the weight it'll have in, in you know dueling and stuff like that but it's still cool they look fun they look great i find myself going back in there constantly and uh it's i don't know so that aspect i think they've done really well there feels like there's 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 a progression there right through the clothing you wear also yeah. have you noticed you can transmog so no. you can put on the highest level equipment that you have and you can change the look of it oh no I'm, i i just found out about this which is absolutely amazing because my character's wearing some stupid <laughs> goggles right now that are like dragons and they appear in the cutscenes, which is like, okay, hats off to them for making that, you know, look really cool. But now I'm in a cutscene and I've got dragon lizard goggles over my eyes. And it's I just like look guy. like it. Yeah. It's like the guy from Harry Potter. They want to like the crazy. Eye yes. Or his name. No, I have that one too. Have you seen the dragon ones though? Oh yeah. You get they, them from the, uh, I found them in a Hogsmeade somewhere. I got them. I think I got those from a Twitch drop. I was watching some streams. Oh, interesting. I'll I'll double check, but I'm yeah. sure they have different variants of them. Yeah. So all you do is put whatever you want on, and then we go back to like where you see your character. Hover over that item and just press square, and oh you can. Oh my gosh! Change yeah, the, I did not the know that. So this is literally me in a cutscene. <laughs> I don't know if we can show the. 
Yeah, I don't know if you can see that, but yeah. for the YouTube listener, Spotify listener, you can see that. But uh, he looks ridiculous. You look cool otherwise. Yeah, otherwise I look look cool. But yeah, so uh, that system's great, and a lot of games do that after you like beat the game, or they do an update like months later. They had it right there in the first place. They know people just want to have the best gear and look awesome. Yeah, and again, there's a lot of really cool outfits you can wear in this game. Yeah, that maybe don't look so cool. That don't look. Maybe cool. you don't want. Yeah, but I feel like my guy looks cool. Yeah. It's just again wearing your 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 house colors, just something about it, and having the crest too on your outfits. Yeah. Like it just, I've got a tribe. You know what I mean? It's I've cool. I've got a family. I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Okay, Nick, I really want to go watch the movies, but to watch the movies that means I I'm not playing the game. That's where yeah. I'm at right now in my life. Is that man? I just want to watch Harry Potter, but I just want to play Hogwarts Legacy. So hopefully. I can circle back and go back and watch the films because did you read the books? I did. I've actually read the books twice. Die hard. I think the books are just everyone. Everyone says this about any, any you know, series, but the books are always better in Harry Potter. They're just incredible. And a few years ago, Apple released a, a version that has like moving photos every 10 pages. Oh really? And uh, yeah. So it like sucked me right back in. I used to, I used to like try and read one book a year like a mm-hmm. different different one but they're great yeah and i tried rewatching the movies recently do you remember the text i yeah. sent you i so i was putting them on my calendar for the week leading up to this and i my wife and i have a shared calendar and i put one movie on monday night the next <laughs> on tuesday night the next one wednesday and all of a sudden i get a text i just see it come down on my phone and my wife's like what the hell are you doing what's going on because she's getting these calendar notifications and she's just like wondering why i'm putting harry potter movies on our calendar (laughs) and uh no so i started the first one but uh after it's probably not not a big she's she's not on board yeah she's (laughs) i don't think she dislikes it but she's like uh it's not not her thing if you there's obviously a nostalgia bias to yeah this franchise so if you don't have it um i like i said though i do think we are recommending this game even if you don't have that bias yeah yeah hearing that right yeah i think so yeah i think so too Nick, anything else on our first impressions? We're going to circle back to this game. We might do one or two more episodes even. Yeah, at least one. And I'd love to see what Ryan has to say about it. Yeah. And I'd also like to just see, you know, maybe we got that first few hour jibbly wibbly bias here going where we're just like, oh, I'm I'm nine again or whatever. Uh, So it'd be interesting to see if this changes (laughs) over time. And uh, if the game truly is, you know, tune in soon to find out if we have that jibbly-wibbly bias. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, we will do a spoiler cast for sure. And then I honestly think if it is as long and if we're going to spend as much time on this as I think we are, I think we'll want to touch, come back around to it. Like Elden Ring. Yeah. We did, with El- we did four episodes of Elden Ring. Yeah. We did two with cyberpunk too. Uh, cyberpunk as well. So yeah, I think, I think it makes sense. Especially if we're going to spend more time on, if I'm going to spend more time on this, I did Cyberpunk. So I think you will. Okay, Nick, let's get into the Nintendo Direct. This just mm. aired yesterday. So as the release of this episode, this was Wednesday of that week. I'm not going to touch on everything. I'm touching on what's relevant to us or what we've been talking about. Okay. Anything good? Yes. Sea of Stars got a release date. No. Are you messing with me right now? I'm dead serious. August 29th. 2023 okay is that kind of far for you 
Uh, I mean, it is, but what's, uh, I'm just trying to think what's around that. Yeah, Cause that might be a good time. If it feels far, you can play a demo right now. They released a demo on the eShop as of yesterday. When I, they feel like it. I feel like I'm you're, I feel like I'm serious. I have a my leg free, right now. free demo now available. You're just going to be like, ha, huh, Nintendo pulled your leg. It's there. You can go play Sea of Stars right now. The free demo. I think, I think they're closer to finishing than they think. And they're just trying to avoid crunch time. They've been working oh, on sure. this game for a long time. Oh, they've been pushing this for, yeah. they've had three or four delays, I think now. Yeah. It's, so, been, it's been over two years that I've been looking at this game. So, Do you think you'll check out the free demo? Or are you going to wait for the full release? I might wait. I'm not like, I, it, I've been waiting a long time and I want to play it. Uh, but it's just like cyberpunk for me. I'll play it when it's right, when it's ready to go. I think we've got a lot on our plates yeah. over the next coming months. So yeah. I'm not going to try and squeeze that in. For those not familiar with Sea of Stars, it's basically a, it's a modern game, but it's, it's remaking kind of that classic JRPG Final Fantasy style pixel art and combat system. So it's, it's turn-based strategy, I think. Yeah. And it just has, it looks, it looks old, but feels new, right? That's kind of how, when I watch those trailers, it has the old pixel art, but it does it in a very unique way. Yeah. And if you like this genre you're going to watch a trailer for it and be like, wow, wow, that looks stunning from the world and the music. You know, they have their own score. So there's a lot of energy that's gone into this game. I think it's going to be great. So that was a surprise for you. I knew you'd be happy to see that. Uh, Still waiting for Ashton Kutcher to jump in here. Punk me. Punk me. Oh, okay. I guess I could just use a Nintendo executive name instead. Yeah, I was just like, no more. Yeah, no. I mean, I get the connection to Punked with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. That does make sense. But I, I haven't thought about Punked in a long okay. They should bring Punked back. I think they tried, actually. Really? And it wasn't with Ashton Kutcher. That's why. He's too busy doing NFTs and stuff. Is he? Dude, He's he, big into crypto. I know that. He runs a massive nonprofit called Thorn. And their nonprofit has like such advanced technology for child porn and, and human trafficking. Child trafficking specifically. That the government leans on them in that area. Oh know? wow! No, so he's like Incredible. a philanthropist now. Yeah, I mean he's like he's like testified in Congress. About I have it. seen that. Yeah, I that's about that. Thorn. Okay. Yeah. So don't do punk. Keep doing that. That's much yeah. better. You're, you're helping <laughs> people. Yeah. Um, don't I, I don't buy NFTs either. I don't know if he does NFTs. I know for sure that I think he's in the crypto space because I was listening to a podcast with Mila Kunis, who is his wife. She was talking about how they. Either she got him onto crypto or vice versa, but they were kind of, she was advocating for it. So anyways, we got a release date. I don't know if you remember this game. Advanced Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. Have you seen, you remember this game? No. It's the remake of Advanced Wars 1 and 2. I don't know why I'm not even. So it, this game got delayed, like it's been delayed for over a year since the war in Ukraine started. It's that game. So Nintendo, when that, conflict broke out they were basically saying this is too similar to what's happening in reality i don't i do remember this necessarily agree with that it's like the most cartoony war game but anyways they pushed it back to april 21st we finally have a release date honestly people thought it might have been canceled like they were using the war as a way to cancel it yeah. but they weren't happy with it i think they just retooled it and brought it back nice release date for that nick do you ever play N- Nintendo Switch online games, the N64, NES, SNES games? I do not, no. You don't have any interest in those? <laughs> no, I'm terrified that my memories from my childhood are going to be thwarted. <laughs> well, 
for those who do like those types of games, which is almost everyone except me, Nintendo Switch Online is adding Game Boy and Game Boy Advance support now. So oh, you now wow. you can now play Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance games on your Nintendo Switch. Another thing I just don't believe. And if Ryan was here, he wouldn't believe you either. I'm, if he dude, didn't watch it, yeah. His direct was stacked. Like these are big announcements for a direct. So examples of games that are gonna add Tetris, Link's Awakening, Metroid 2, Kirby's Dreamland, Super Mario Advance, Mario Kart, Mario and Luigi, and more to come. So they showed a big long list of things that are going to be added. I chuckled because I'm like Look at these guys drip feeding you these games. Yeah. I'm going to go play on my Steam Deck and have every game that ever came out on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> um, it just, does feel silly now when I look at this service and it just feels uh, it feels a little manipulative because it's like you have all of these games ready to go. Like You could just unlock access to them and you just choose to be like, here's another... Uh, thank us you know here's a you, carrot you poor yeah. peasant here's yeah. one little uh game boy advance game over the course of two years we'll do that right they're still drip feeding snes games and nintendo 64 games and i feel like the steam deck has somewhat broken that facade for me where i'm like they don't need to do that yeah no and it's the same thing with the the airpods pro like or the, just airpods or bluetooth you know headsets how irritating that they're just like Oh go. yeah, by the way, the whole now time. you just go into your settings. Oh, thanks, Nintendo. I've been playing on quiet volume for the last three years at night in bed because I can't have it loud and like, you know, I can't What? Yeah. Are you serious? They're so, uh, they're so weird. They have a carrot with a stick and then it's like they get you a little bit closer to it. And instead of like moving the carrot back, another person from Nintendo just pops out, hits you with a stick, and then that's <laughs> that's kind of like the carrot stick relationship they have with that. that and, and, now I'm just abused. Ryan's abused. Uh, you broke through it, and I still buy their stuff. But I still buy their stuff too. Uh, it's it's pretty irritating that Nintendo has this this approach. They have us hooked. I mean, they they hooked us at a young age, the dopamine, and then now we're now we're just uh, in this abusive relationship with them. Yeah, back to the Jeff Jeff Grubb article. Uh, you know, Nintendo doesn't have to change, but we're asking you to just. Be better. Be better, Nintendo. Be better. You know what? I say that as this is one of the best directs we've had in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you for the direct. I still don't believe it, but be more, better. Yeah. More of this, please. Yeah, please. All right. Two more announcements. Metroid Prime, the first one. Okay. Got a remaster. Is, did Ryan watch this? No. Oh, wow. So, Ryan, this is probably the first you're hearing about this, but... We should tell him it was canceled. The four, Metro Prime 4. Yeah, what, whatever one's coming That's out four. that he's, he's excited about, we yeah. should tell him it was canceled. So, this isn't to have to do with 4. This is obviously leading up to 4, but Metro yeah. Prime, this is the one I just played on Steam Deck. Okay. But they remastered it, and it looks phenomenal. So, I, I would play a remastered one. I'm not going to play... No. Any original I'm, one. Honestly, I'm kind of upset. Well, yeah, you should be, yeah. Because I just played uh, the original for the first time, and I loved it, but I don't have a desire to go back to it yet, and this really looks good. Like, I I couldn't recommend playing it What's it look like compared to the one that just came out, the latest one, that I rage quit on? Oh, Dread, that's 2D. So this is a 3D. Metroid Prime is the 3D. So I'm not even thinking of the right right one then. Okay. Wow. Nick? I'll play it. It's available now. What? They shadow Why are you doing it. this? They shadow dropped it. I'm serious. It's I'm out. playing Hogwarts Legacy. Get out of here. You need something to play on the couch when you're not playing Hogwarts right. Legacy. 
Right. Nick, I can't recommend this game enough. And it looks better than it's ever looked. It looks, I'm shocked Nintendo did this much of an upgrade for it too. Um, Cause they could have just re-released it and people would have ate that up. Sure. They would have just <laughs> brought out the carrot and the stick and then hit you with a stick. Yeah. A few times yeah. and we would have taken it. No, it looks really good. It's out now. Wow. So if I hadn't just played it, I would be playing this right now. I'd have bought it. Oh, I can't believe Ryan hasn't, hasn't, uh, he's going to replay it now. I think I'm sure he will. Cause he's had enough distance from the, the original. That's a big thing right there, a big thing. which implies to me they're remaking two and three leading up to four. And for me personally, I'm now not going to go back and play two and three on my Steam Deck. I'm going to wait for It'll the wait. remasters to come yeah. out. Are you going to play it? Yeah, probably. How soon? 80 hours later after Hogwarts. Yeah. Not in parallel? Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, so maybe in parallel. Yeah. Because it's on Switch. It's a great on the couch watching trash TV game. I will say that. That's how I well, play it. We do a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you do. do. We do. Oh, yeah, it's, our, it's our, embarrassing. Our wives text each other and say, hey, here's this new trash show. Yeah. A new, new season of Love Island. Uh, and I'm just like, yay. More. Yeah, which we're watching Inventing Anna, by the way. Have you watched that? No. On Netflix? No. What's that about? It's supposedly based on a true story. It's about this really young Russian girl who like came to the US and just duped everyone in the art world and mm. got all these heavy investment bankers and met all the right people and essentially did all this like fraud uh, and i don't know the end of the story so i don't know what happens but it's actually pretty interesting. inventing anna you guys usually recommend stuff that we like yeah so. did you watch the uh what's the jason bateman series where he's a smuggler a uh, uh o- ozark uh, yeah did you watch that no it's too blue literally <laughs> it looks like they just put a blue filter over every scene it's like blue and green i hate it I've tried watching it. It's just blue and green. Okay. I was going to, I asked you that because the main girl, Anna, is the curly uh, haired redneck girl from that movie. Can't okay. remember her, her name, but okay. anyways. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, trash TV. I'll, I'll watch this while we're watching Trash TV. Nintendo Switch was made for Trash TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Uh, I don't feel bad about my comments, but um, okay. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board. Last thing. Is this going to be another good one? I still don't believe what's going on right now. We gotta Brian's re- going to pop in right now and just be like, hi, you're abused and you fell for everything. We got a release date for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Take a guess what the release date is for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. They're going to put it right at the end of the year so that you only vote for that being game of the year. Mm. May 12th. What? <laughs> what's going on? That's a good time, There's, in my opinion. I'm now glad. we need to remove everything going on. You know what? Right? Actually, though, May 12th. That's potentially Starfield and Redfall window. Pretty sure that's right on top of those. Jeez. May 12th, they showcased a brand new trailer. They showed way more than we've ever seen. It's a much darker Hyrule. They showed both the normal map that we played in Breath of the Wild, but also the sky area that we've been seeing. Yeah. Looks like it's it might be seamless travel between both of them, which would be nuts. They showed more of that on this one? Oh, a ton. There's a long trailer. And in that trailer, they showed... A bunch of random vehicles like there was like a hoverboard and there was like it looked like a tractor like it looked like a piecemeal tractor that link constructed i'm thinking that they watched enough of those videos that people put together of 
like using the physics engine in the last game. And they're like, hey, let's just give them the tools to to make things. So I'm not saying this is also the case. not very Nintendo. No. Well, like, well, Breath I of Wild, well, Breath of the Wild is kind of not really Nintendo, too. It's consistent that Zelda's good, but it was a departure significantly where I think they're I think they've seen the success of Breath of the Wild and they're willing to just think way outside the box now. And this looks like that in a good way. Mm-hmm. So really Jeez. good trailer. May 12th. Nick, after this, I recommend watching that trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So if you haven't either, do it. Uh, I Watch the direct. I'm going to watch the whole thing. Watch the whole thing. Yeah. That's it. Uh, there's probably 10 other games that they talked about. Uh, Pikmin 4 got some some coverage. There's Splatoon DLC, which I couldn't care about. Yeah, Xenoblades got some DLC. <laughs> um, they showed that Mickey game, which I might play because of Grayson, but... It was a good direct. Hmm. It was a really, we haven't had one of these in a while. I probably didn't watch it because you sent it a couple days before and I thought not going to be important. We've had low, we've had pretty bad ones. So it's like, don't get excited for these things. So now they've completely flipped the script again. And now we have to be be excited for it. Now I see the carrot. It's back. I'm also waiting for the beating, but I see the carrot. I've got a stick after this episode. I'll just. Just beat you a few yeah. times. There's yeah. a cage over there as well. I'll put you back in. I'm not sure why there's a cage. I only here, take but... you in and out for the episodes. Right after <laughs> yeah, this, I put yeah. you back I'm in. Right back in my. You're back in. Yeah. That's that's dark. Nick, have you been playing anything other than Hogwarts Legacy? Seasons. We have a review for season coming out. Season Letter of the Future uh came out last week. I'm done with it. Ryan's done with it. You are I've got to be like right at the ending. Yeah. Uh that's probably gonna be our next week episode, I think. Yeah. If you're cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll record a, a review and it'll be a, a hybrid episode like we've been doing. We'll cover some news, but we'll do kind of our overall thoughts. Right now, after beating it, I've really liked it. I recommend it. Um, it's completely different. So tune into the episode. It is not like a normal game. I've been playing Hogwarts Legacy, I've been playing Marvel Snap. PvP mode came out, battle mode. It's cool. I've done it like once. I like the system. Um, it's just hard to like we need to we should play soon. Because you saw that on your, yeah. or in your iPad? I do, yeah. You're yeah. going to just destroy me. I will. <laughs> and then I also recently, this is weird, I bought um, Monster Jam Steel Titans. You're right. That's weird. Do you know what that is? No. That sounds, that sounds weird. It's the Monster Truck game made by Rambo Studios, which is a local developer here in Phoenix. Grayson, my three-year-old, for the listener loves monster trucks loves them and uh this was on sale for like 10 bucks and one evening i surprised him and i was like hey i bought us a game and we just split screened free road monster trucks and it was awesome um what's it called monster monster jam steel titans now there's a sequel i started them off with the first one we'll get to the sequel when that's on sale but i loved it um, these games kind of hit this double A tier where it's like not a big triple A game. They usually don't review that well. The, I'm talking about like the the MX series. They also do the MX series. The last one didn't review that well, but just the mechanics and hmm. being able to free drive around, you know, usually an Arizona like setting because they always put Arizona in their games. Sure. It was awesome, and just to play with again having the experiences with my son playing games for the first time, it was awesome. So. Played that this week. Really fun. Hmm. Have you gamed with Bennett at all yet? Have you introduced games yet? A little bit. We uh, played Mario. Which one? 
the uh, Odyssey. Mm. Um, Grayson so he, likes that too. I've, I he calls it the Mario jumping game. Yeah. So he still thinks uh, what happened is I showed him the the new trailer for Mario movie coming out. Yeah. And I said, uh, I asked him if he wanted to go see it with Grayson. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. And I'm like, no, it comes out in a little while. Uh, and I was like, maybe this in the meantime. And then I turned on Odyssey and uh, he likes it. You know, he's not not quite ready to actually spend more than uh, two minutes doing something. But he likes it and he likes Mario. And I he keeps trying to say, me and Mario. No, it doesn't sound awesome. all like that, but no. he just... When I say me, when you say, when I hear me, Mario, I'm like, oh, he's trying to say that. It'll get there. Yeah. Grayson just runs around New Donk City and just jumps on taxi cabs and throws his hat at people, (laughs) which is just hilarious to watch. That's just, yeah. This is something I underestimated with being a dad is that the experience of watching your kid experience games for the first time is, is one of the coolest feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really weird because my parents didn't have that feeling. No, my dad was like, Get a real job. Yeah, my parents were like, four years old. why did we buy this for you? Yeah. You are going to boarding school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I will say, he asks to play all the time now. We don't. I mean, yeah. it's like, it's a very once a week, yeah. maybe twice a week for yeah. a, a little bit. He doesn't get to play much, but he loves it. And yeah, I, I can't wait that. to play co-op games with him. So, anyways, it. let's get into some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Upcoming episodes. Like I said, we'll be reviewing season next week. Probably more Hogwarts Legacy episodes. Video game history, which Nick's already done some research. Thanks, chat GBT. The AI has done some research for me. It's put together a nice outline. From there, we're going to do some work. Right. We will yeah. totally do more work. We're going to actually. GBT will not do all the research yeah. for us. Not at all. Now that I have the decades broken down, I'm not going to use chat GBT to search within those decades. <laughs> not the same. Yeah. So, <laughs> not I the promise. Same. Yeah, yeah. Totally not. Totally. And then video game hall of fame episode. We'll circle back to that. Uh, anything else on the radar games coming up? I think there's a lot, but I think, uh, as we work through legacy, we'll, we'll release those. And I mean, I know there, there's other stuff coming out, so I'm still playing. And I forgot to bring this up. I'm playing midnight sun still, and I'm really liking it. I love it. It's a good game. Um, I don't know. I don't think we'll do a full review because you guys haven't played it. There's a free trial. If you want to try it for like, it's a pretty significant trial if you wanted to give huh. it a shot, but I'm liking it. It's way more deep than I expected. It's a much longer story than I expected, hmm. and I'm getting my money out of it, which I appreciate. So it's a perfect Steam Deck sitting on the couch game. It's now, they did an update. I think I was gonna, complaining was about it. About that, yeah. It's now deck verified. It doesn't crash anymore. It probably still will crash, but I haven't had any crashes. Uh, it runs better, and Deadpool's now in my game, and it's awesome. So cool. check that out. Nick, trying to think of some Harry Potter catchphrase. What's a good Harry Potter catchphrase to end on? You're the you're the book reader. Yeah, but I also have the uh, the brain of a seventy five year old. Uh, it's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa. I think I butchered that, but anyways, we'll see you next week. Next week, Ghibli Wibbly bias.